Blog Talk Radio. California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, CCHI 2018, Smoke Rules Radio.
<laughs> oh yeah, welcome to Smoke Rules Radio, where in democracy we the people make the rules. Well, yeah, it's brought to you by California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, coming to a state near you. Right now you're listening to Jason Isaac brought to you the herbalist. I'm coming down full effect, having a good old grandiose time here in our lovely state of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, where they just recently were able to pull a medical cannabis through one way or the other. We'll get into a little more of that tonight uh, to have some things go into effect this coming November. Yes, 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 y'all. It is coming around the bend. Everywhere is getting medical cannabis and eventually recreational cannabis. Yet, not soon enough, for I was unable to hold a job here for more than two days because our society drug checks its citizens and denies them proper employment because of the plants that they choose to ingest. Right now, we are here fighting for more than just the choice to heal. We are fighting for the choice to live a full and happy life. For so many people have been denied the fact to hold employment, they have been denied the fact to join the services of the United States that have been denied so much because they chose to consume a plant, a plant that emanates healing energies. We're here for you, my brothers, my sisters, my patriots, my compatriots, my comrades, mis amigos, We are here for you. Every single person that is smoking cannabis, we are voting with our choice. Through what money we spend on that is related to the cannabis industry, be it pipes, paraphernalia, cannabis itself, hemp, hemp paper, hemp plastics, cannabis oils, every single person that consumes cannabis in one form or the other is helping liberate the atrocities that have been holding us down for the last near 100 years. We are coming across the 100-year anniversary, not this week, if you've got, a few, got some more years going. But it's coming up real soon. 100 years of cannabis prohibition, malfeasance, injustice, and murder by the governments that be, by the powers that be, that have been destroying the youth, that have been holding back society from choosing to relax. And where do we find ourselves? In war, turmoil, mayhem happening 
worldwide. And why? Because people just can't get their relax on. They can't find a way to heal their inner frustrations, to heal the pains that push us, that change us from the true humans that we are supposed to be. We are supposed to be. Cannabis is here for us. And though we may be killed, thrown in jail, all these horrible things have happened to cannabis compatriots for the last near 100 years, and we don't give up. We are the most tenacious group on the planet. There is no other single issue that affects such a large section of humans on the planet because of such an unjust cause brought to you by your local paint company, DuPont, who had no idea, of course, how, I mean, they don't know how the future was going to unfold. They thought they were just going to lock up all the black men, lock up all the Hispanics to save their quote unquote white race to protect them. Cause those, those folks, those folks seem to like the green, the marijuana, as is written in the books. And so uh, these, these won't mess with our people, said these bigoted lawmakers. These won't affect us at all. These will not affect our children. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ask Tommy Chong about Anslinger's nephew who received that pipe in the mail <laughs> yeah Tommy's business went downhill just because one important person didn't like his nephew getting the pipe so what are we going to do we're also going to ban apples apples are now banned because apples can be used to smoke cannabis <laughs> leaves. I saw this really awesome leaf when I was in Costa Rica. So you take these two little pieces together. They fit, the two leaves, they, they fit into each other. And all of a sudden, it's a pipe. A beautiful, natural pipe. But it must be banned because anything that has to do with cannabis has been deemed evil by Lord Voldemort up high and his cronies have been deeming it evil for so long. Nancy Reagan wants you to know what's going on. Oh, yes, she does. Because her husband sure could have been using some cannabis oil to help him remember quite a few things what he did during his term. <laughs> and most anyone who is, mind, mind me, this three-letter word, old, I'll be there too. I'll be beyond there too. But these older folks that are finding this medical marijuana is alleviating so much discomfort 
as they age? I hope you're voting. I hope you're helping listen to your grandchildren, your children, great-grandchildren, because cannabis, she be popular. Mary Jane, she's there. She's dancing around. Her silhouette, you might not be able to see her, but her silhouette is always there. She's always ever-present with humanity, ever-present, always here. Try to destroy it? Well, Miss Mara Jane makes quite a few seeds. You can take out a few plants. But nature sure has evolved some tenacious creatures here on our Mother Earth, including us humans. And we need to get this going. Because holding people down, locking them up, destroying their futures, finding them, changing the course of their lives because they choose to smoke a plant. No longer. These folks be running for president. They all be running from the truth. Bernie's the only one that wants to get this taken care of, get it out of the federal hands, let the states deal with it, and still fucking shit up too, Bernie. You're like, all right, kids, we haven't taught you how to use what, quote-unquote, we've been calling a dangerous weapon. We haven't taught you how to use it or work with it or help it with any guidelines, but you know what? We're not going to deal with it anymore. Let the children play with this quote-unquote dangerous weapon in the playground. Let all 50 kids and and, and the kids that are occupied, let them all figure it out on their own. Let each one who's scared it's been told dangerous thing, that's all they know, let them figure it out on their own. So what are they going to do? Baby steps. Just slowly move in. Slowly, slowly. And what does that do? It leaves people in jail. It lets the corporations move in quicker. It lets the mom and pops and the sons and grandsons and granddaughters and the mothers and the daughters. It doesn't give us any protections at all. Gets the federal government not to worry about it. Sure. You know, Sanders' bill hasn't even passed. He ain't talking about it. Will he? No. People are too too withheld. Someone needs to stand up and make something happen. Andrew Jackson, I raise thee from the ground. Come on forth and get us some of your Cowboy leadership, because we be sick and tired of panty-antering around these topics, worried that these people be affected that way, worried that those people would be affected that way. Here, in this beautiful green state of Pennsylvania, there's trees everywhere. This place looks a lot like Costa Rica. It's beautiful, different trees and all, but everything's so green. 
we got the cars instead of the howler monkeys, but it's, it's so beautiful here, ready to grow. And statistically, statistically, to dance along the color line, these white folks and these darker skinned folk, or how do we say non-white folks, because that, that probably would sum it up a little easier for the statistics people. These, these white folk or these Anglo folk and these non-Anglo folk, well, I wonder who is four to five times more likely to get arrested for smoking because both of them use cannabis at the same rate, same, same amount. I wonder who's, who's still going to get arrested more. Let me see. Is it, is it the color of the people making the laws that are going to get arrested? Or is, it the, or is it not the color of the people making the laws going to get arrested? Because that's what's been going down, been holding down men and women for so long. And you wonder why there's people that are pissed at the cops. You wonder why. People will be like, fuck the police, fuck, fuck, fuck them, fuck the police, fuck, fuck, fuck them. You wonder why they say this. You wonder why. It's, it makes perfect sense. You go and piss off people, they're pissed off. They're hurt, they're in pain, they're suffering. So what are they going to do? Well, they're going to go for the reparations. They're going to go to get even. Because things be nice if things were fair i mean we're not exactly as a as a creature we're not the fairest creature women and men near identical creatures yet run differently but yet very near identical but different and so we look for fairness you know to equal we see we're not equal Men and women, we see we're not exactly equal. We got different machinery, different voices, we, different, different things or priorities. But we want to treat each other as equal. Well, you know, it's a good amount, dude. You know, there's just some, some women don't trust men. There's some men that don't trust women. You know, and there's quite a few that, you know what? Let's look past our differences and see our similarities. And that is exactly what we need to happen in the cannabis world. The legal world needs to cover its eyes and start looking blindly because they say justice is blind. Well, them cops pulling over people while driving at night while black, they ain't blind. They look over, oh, that person fits the profile. Let me see. Hispanic person, well, they got to have the cannabis. And so what do they do? They go harass these people. And you know what? A lot of them don't smoke, but they're still getting harassed as if they did. They've been profiled. And so the system likes its profiling. It says, well, you know, the law of averages says that if you bust enough of these people, they're going to have what you want. And so some, some of Mr. Mr. Johnny Law, maybe Mr. Johnny Law is a big stoner. Mr. Johnny Law is like, I need some herbs. What are you going to do? Are you going to go get it from your cousin police officer? Are you going to go 
harass someone who you think is a street kid walking down the street that fits the profile, got their pants down low, maybe they forgot their belt that day, and you're just ready to go freaking, you know they ain't going to be into authority, so you just go rough them up some. You know, you wonder why they ain't into authority. Because authority ain't been treating people fair. And when authority starts treating people equally, then it's authority to be respected. But up until then, ah, it's all BS. It's all BS. Because what the system's done with the system, these systems of disparity has done it just goes on and on, finding little reasons and just stacking up hundreds and thousands of little reasons to separate one culture from the next. To say, well, this culture, this lifestyle, they do bad things. So let's keep doing little things to keep them on that side of the track. Because, you know, we can't come, have them come over, mess with, our, mess with the farmer's daughters, you know. Taking out white women, taking out educated, educated women, you know, you can't let them do that. So what do they do? Keep them poor. Keep them fighting authority so they stay in the system. There's, there's more African-American men and women, for that matter, incarcerated right now than ever were slaves. And ever were slaves incarcerated right now. Now, the reason for slavery is pretty simple. It wasn't to bring people over to hold them down. It was to get free work, cheap work, to save money. That was the whole point of slavery. They wanted to save money. And, and, and how'd that do for them? Huh? How did that do? It costs more money to incarcerate someone for a year than to put them to college. It does. It's a fact. For a year. And we're not saying they eat well while in there. We're saying you go to college with that same money, they'd be eating well. With housing in New York City or in San Francisco, with a, with a cost of living, like, goo, 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 few tears up there. You know, the amount that's being spent to watch these souls, they're just as important as the soul of the man on the other side of the cage. I mean, the man on the other side of the cage didn't make the laws. That man just saw the opportunity to say, hey, they're arresting a lot of these folks. They need people to guard them. And so it goes in there and, hey, I like manhandling people. <laughs> you know, holding them down, building my big old cop shoulders. I like doing that, holding people down, fighting them against their will. Imagine if we had some education going around. You know, we actually able to pull ourselves out of the disparity that we've made by keeping a section of our society in, in the gutters, it keeps the whole society in the gutters. We're all 
part of the same chain. Weakest link, yo. The weakest link. And so what's happening is people that are not being allowed to educate themselves, that are being abused constantly, that have seen abuse, that have grown up watching authority abuse them, and their own people that have not been educated abuse them too. Because when you don't got money, what do you do? You steal. That's a fact. That's been happening forever. When you don't got something that you need, you steal. And that keeps going. And that will keep going on in humanity until we raise the bar a little, raise that bar, and be like, you know what? No more have-nots. I don't care what my pop said. There is not the world where the people that get the electronic devices and the people that make the electronic devices. Bullocks. Right there. The person working in that factory shop has just enough rights to own the devices that they are selling halfway across the planet. They have the right to receive the same styles of education that these other people are receiving. So yeah, I'm a little upset today. <laughs> you can kind of feel it. I knew I probably couldn't hold a job right here because they got that drug test thing. And like Pittsburgh's like, I didn't, I didn't even do the drug test. I was talking to the boss. I'm like, hey, I still owe the, the company I'm going to work for a bill. <laughs> but like, I'm a cancer survivor. Three weeks from California, I'm going to have cannabis still in my system. You know? I mean, yeah, I, I, I made it in town with a little. I smoked the last of it the other day. I mean, if I was really serious, you know, try to sweat it out, try to make it to that drug test. Don't be that unhirable druggie. <laughs> you know, don't, don't, don't be that, that person that they don't want you to, uh, they don't want you to do that stuff. So, they're not going to allow you to raise a family with money. You got to work a job where, uh, you know, there's no responsibility. So who cares if they drug test you? You know, that's the only jobs left, right? If, uh, if you're not going to pass this cannabis test, cause it don't matter to them. I could be freaking doing some lines of math, some, some freaking injecting some Coke in my blood tweaking on some heroin, doing any of those things. And it shows up. But that's like, I'm on the same lineup with those guys. And I just smoking a joint. I was just smoking a little cannabis. And I'm on the same lineup as those folks. So we best be need to change this right now. Because no one from any state that has medical cannabis can travel to any other state to be employed. It can't happen. And it's such lunacy that the leaders that be are stuck. Oh, I love this term, panty answering around. Is that even a word? I don't know. But they're stuck trying to appease their coffers, appease the ones with the money, appease, appease fucking Marlboro, who's now next month releasing their Marlboro Greens 
for 90 bucks for a pack of crappy ass pre-rolls. You know, they, they, they've had that package for 40 years. They've had the packages ready to go. The camel greens right around the corner. Just release it. They knew when the 70s was coming because they're businessmen. People be about making money. It's, you know, what do you want to do? Well, you know, I want to buy a bigger house for my girl. I want to have a bigger boat to go take my kids on. I want to go on the craziest of vacations for the longest time. But to do that, I got to either make a lot of money or be born into money. So there's a lot of people that they've been born into it. They didn't have to worry about anything. They get busted with a little pot. They got family that are police that, that, are police officers or no police officers in the system or judges or whatever, just to, Hey, you know, uh, with, uh, with, with Sir, Sir, Sir John, who's coming up, the Sir John family, I don't know. Um, you know, they, they paid us a whole bunch of money. Let him go. He only had a gram on him. So they, so, so they let him go. And then the next guy comes up, you know, not a big family. Same thing, had a gram. Where is he? Sir John's all freaking at his freaking pent-up mansion with all the money he wants, all the drugs he wants, whatever. But where's this guy that can't even, barely even afford the cannabis? $89 a pack. Bombaclot, $10 a cigarette. Is that a 20-pack, $5 a cigarette? That's just nuts. Oh, my God. Would, it used to be 10 cents for a pack of tobacco back in the day. So these money grubbers, they see the money. They want it. And they're going for the high price. High price. And these corporations want to keep it quasi-legal as long as possible so they can make the dollars. They don't want the money going to the people. They want the dollars, so they want to keep it mostly illegal, except for themselves. As what's going on with this Sean Pfizer initiative here in California, that is a proposition that, if I have it right, doesn't even have a number yet. May, wait, May, June, July. I guess it's still like four or five months away before people get to vote on it. So, so it's like these, oh, and we're having this campaign. Mm, yeah. Just drop, stop, drop, and roll because we've got more momentum going than y'all ever seen. And there's more cannabis patriots getting born every single day. Every single day. Because they've, they've been seen. People have been seeing what's been happening to people. You've been scared. You're like, oh, no, I don't want to get busted like so-and-so was busted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So monkey see, monkey do. So right now, cannabis is getting more legal. People are pretending because, I mean, you can be speeding, but it's like, you know, you know it's against a lot of speed. You know it's against a lot of speed. 
but people be saying like marijuana be legal, marijuana be legal over and over and over. You can say all these things, but it ain't true. No way. It ain't true. $89 for a pack of, for 20 marijuana cigarettes. They're dry and stale. Man, who's smoking what? This is just preposterous. It's a money game right now. And the only people with authority to do this is the federal government to come in and not just deschedule it. Don't, don't, ske- don't schedule to it, please. Oh, my God, don't schedule two. That's so much worse than one because, oh, that gives them so many more re- ways to come down on you. Just deschedule it. Take it off there and still make it illegal for the large corporations to sell it. Only people of the United States. Only citizens. Well, I don't know. Just not uh, citizens, you know, people coming to, you come stay in America for a while. Yeah, you grow a plant if you want, you know. You know, you got your visa stuff all in order. Sure, sure, do whatever, you know. But these corporations, they're the enemy. Money is the enemy. Because when money sees how there's a way to make money, oh, Lord, there's nothing else that's been out in the black market so big as this ever. Ever. (laughs) Ever. You know, there's nothing as important as cannabis. It's huge. Pile of money is just sitting there ready to be taken. And for a while, the cannabis gold was protected by all these different guards and society and Nancy Reagan and all this bullshit. But you know what? They've been knocked over. Click this side, click this side. There's still a few people trying to guard cannabis world, but they ain't there anymore. There's there, but they're holding down the little people. Whereas corporations walk in, <laughs> we got the money to buy things, to put it forward, to do this. And just like Pfizer, you know, Pfizer, everybody should quit Pfizer right now. Screw that company. You want to walk our talk? Fuck you, Pfizer. Fuck you and all the poisons that you make, Merck. Right? Is that your other name? Merrick or Merck? I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I apologize if it's not, but you all probably did something bad too. But I'm talking about the cannabis issues right now. Now these guys want to come in and say like, we make the rules in our favor, not in the favor of the people, and let the people vote on it. Trick them into voting in our favor. And that's what the whole world is. It's it's a, it's a game of, it's a, it's a smoke and mirrors. Look, look at this hand. It's got the shiny stuff, but don't look at the other hand. Taking the money out of your pocket, taking your paycheck around, taking your paycheck away. Don't look at that hand. Mm-mm-mm. Now you see, world's getting wiser. World's getting wiser. And people be opening their eyes, trying to understand 
what's happening. Like, what's happening in this state? What's happening in that state? And they're seeing the aftermath. And you know what? Stand up. Come on. You got me a billionaire out there. A billionaire, yeah. Hi. Hey, hey, Bill. Hey, Bill Gates. You want to help? You know, we'll help with the cannabis industry. You know, don't help thin the population. Apologize for that. Maybe you didn't know about vaccines, or maybe you did. But hey, it's as the good book says, it's never too late for forgiveness to right your ways. So come on, Mr. Gates, I've fixed your computers for years. Why don't you step up and help out the people? You know, help vaccinate people. 20,000 nurses are rejecting immunization shots. They will not allow themselves to be immunized because they're seeing what's happening. They're seeing that there's a poison, that there's a control happening on this planet. And so how do we get away from that? Um, I don't know. Listen to this guy's point of view for a few minutes. I, I don't know. You know, try build your own, form your own opinions on stuff. I'm just a little side commentary. I've seen my things in the world, things that work for me, things that haven't. Travesties. It's just like ah. But you know what, Callie? I mean, if that's what we've got to do to get past all the draconian laws, they're still holding us down. They're just like, wow, man, he just wants to turn this into a marijuana society. What? Marijuana society? This is the biggest alcohol drinking society. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Alcohol drinking society. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's get some music going. (laughs) You listen to Smoke Rules Radio. Super duper rant commentary. From myself, Jason Isaacbrowski, the herbalist, coming at live and direct from the uh, Pennsylvania world. <laughs> you know, it's some people uh, they they know what they know what the cannabis is, but they uh, they just don't fully respect it. And that's all people really be asking is just respect our choices of what we want to do to ourselves and on our property. And the property that we rent. Because a plant is a plant is a plant. So uh, don't be holding down my asparagus. I got uh, Toby Keith here talking about sharing some asparagus with Willie. So let's check this out. A little weed with Willie. Smoke Rules Radio. California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. Coming to a state near you. heard that his herb was top shelf, and Lord, I just could not wait to find out for myself. Well, don't knock it till you tried it, and I've tried it, my friend. I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. We learned a hard lesson in a small Texas town 
He fired up a fat boy and he passed it around. And the last words I spoke before they tucked me in. I made this count bungee jump, but I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. My party's all over before it begins. And you can pour me some more whiskey river, my friend. But I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. Hopped on his old bus, the honeysuckle rose. The party was Huntsville, it was after the show. Alone in the front lounge, just me and him. I took one friendly puff, and the grim creeper sat in. I'll never smoke weed. Willie again, my party's all over before it begins. Now you can pour me some more whiskey river, my friend. But I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. Let's go down to Texas, guys. <laughs> Toby Keith smoking weed with Willie talking all about the biggest thing with cannabis is the tolerance you know it's like same with alcohol same with caffeine same with most anything there's a tolerance and can we be a tolerant society can we tolerate what the other half wants to do can we decide to let other people have freedoms? Can we decide to let other people do what they so choose to do with their lives? 
can we decide as a people? Because we just fill in the prisons. The number one thing for rest is cannabis. So, so okay, so let me get this right. Does that mean that, like, cannabis is paying for society? Now, what's a better way to pay for society? Is it incarcerating people? <laughs> Putting them in jail? Because that sure as hell didn't work for the Romans. And who would they they'd be taking over? It sure as heck didn't work for them long hairs or the, the, the long ears on Easter Island. <laughs> people be rising up. Be like, this be a load of bullshit. We're going to have to destroy the masters. Because if, if we weren't a democracy and this shit be going on, oh, we'd be a gone society. Now, yeah, that's a whole other conversation people be saying. This ain't a real democracy. Well, the best thing we got. And so you got to have faith in things and try to keep positive attitudes. Because if we just carry bitterness around with us everywhere, we ain't going to make anything happen. We got to keep it going. We got to keep the energies up. We got to understand that there's people, that there's laws that don't understand and they don't care to. They simply don't care because some cops be saying, uh, where was this? Where was this article? Oh, I can't cry. It's, it's a state near me. <laughs> You know, just research the rest of that. That's it. Cops got to be on the lookout for an increase in stoned driving. And and so what do they do? They relate this to drug driving because remember, if it's medicinal, they're still calling it heroin. What's the difference between Oxycontin and cannabis if you got a prescription and you're driving? Oh, you have a prescription for that, so it's medical. So historically, any medication makes you unfit to operate any kind of vehicle. Any medication, right? So obviously any medication, things they say, this may make you dizzy or drowsy or, or what have you. Don't mix with alcohol. You know, this this stuff. So they just carte blanche. Say, oh, well, if other medicines are like this, we're going to take those rules and slap them on cannabis. She didn't deserve those. Uh-uh. Because there ain't be no accidents from people being stoned. There, there ain't. Especially someone who's an experienced driver. Someone who is not an experienced driver, that being their main fatal flaw, is that they don't know how to operate a machine. And then they want to go out and do all this fun, maybe even dabs or something. I'm just imagining because it's got to have happened. It's got to have. But really, the most dangerous thing about cannabis is the law. Cops 
are the most dangerous thing about cannabis. There is no other danger out there. None whatsoever. It's just not growing it right, using pesticides, uh, what have you. The biggest danger for cannabis right now is the lack of safe resources and safe tools to process cannabis. And that comes into people's be blowing the shit out of themselves with their butane. They're, you know, it's because it's all still in the black market and there ain't the proper acceptance, the people be like wanting to make their, their oil. Because everybody can make their oil real simple. You know? You can make oil out of anything with butane. In the exact same manner that butane is being used. So so we, we take that into account that these things have been here for us for a while. And I remember like some years before even the refinement of, can, of uh, butane oil, before the refinement of that and the flavor of it has increased and the purging of it, people are still doing that. It's a friend making some once, and I didn't really know what he was doing exactly, but it was just funny. You're drunk off his ass. So, oh, look, I make this cannabis thing here, and you know, it has a tube, and you know, pops some stuff in there. <laughs> Mostly a safe process because he was doing it outside. Now he couldn't aim anything right. But nothing caught on fire. <laughs> he couldn't make much of a product. But he was not in an enclosed room. And that's what we need to be teaching people. Like, all right, you want to do this? Well, let's try to make it safe to encourage people to use safe methods to make their cannabis. Encourage them. You know, because there's so many ways to do it. Sometimes the simplest ways is a dangerous way. And people not always be paying attention or listening to rules because, one, oh, cannabis is illegal. So anything you say, cannabis will be used against you. (laughs) Anything you say about cannabis to not do it, well, bugger off. You've been saying I can't do anything with it for a long time. So I I don't respect your rules because you know what? Your rules do not respect my choices. And when the rules start respecting the freedoms of peoples, people will be listening to the rules. They'll be paying more attention to it. The youth will be respecting it more if the rules start respecting people's choices. So I wish I had like the quickest answer for for people not blowing themselves up, but the only quickest answer is making bringing down the price of home oil kits, bringing down the price as much as possible, so people don't need to go be spending on butane to do stuff 
because you can't really go outside a lot of times. It's cold, it's rainy. You know, it's people be so stubborn and full of themselves, cannabis users alike, you know, they'll be like, oh, I'll be fine in my own house. And so what do they do? They're dead. Explosions happening. Right now, someone just blew themselves up somewhere in the world because they're not paying attention to safety. And because it's in the black market and this quasi-market that it's in is not a legal market, there are not the proper safe methods to prepare concentrated cannabis. They're, they're not easily readily available. But what is? Butane is everywhere. Butane is so simple to come across. So we've got to figure out a way to make things more simple, cost affordable, because it saves lives. That's why. Because it will save lives to help people follow their dreams properly help save their lives. You know, people, people's is people. And people ain't always smart. You know, it's, we're not a planet of Einsteins. You know, if we were, there'd be no more bombs. We'd marry our cousins and things would all be good. You know, people would be smart enough to understand how physics of the universe worked. And the atoms and the structure. And just this world around us. Because we don't know what we are. Where are we? What is this wild mayhem existence that I'm in? What is this existence? It don't make much sense. There's no book of what we is. What do you think, what do you think uh, <laughs> religion is? Religion is our closest user manual to this earth, to this life, the closest user manual we have. And what's it basically say? Be good to each other. Treat others as you'd like to be treated. So, <laughs> oh, oh, it's just, it's just the simplest stuff. It's a golden rule. And that's what's happening. Who, who's got the gold rules. And y'all out there with the green gold, you ain't going to have it much longer because your pipe dream is over. Over. Corporations taking it out of your hands and jailing you for not getting their permits, for not doing their seed to sale. You know what I'm saying? You got to be doing their version of everything. Got to be doing their version of things or it ain't going to fly. You know, you know who else sees the money? Microsoft. Microsoft. How can Microsoft be getting in the marijuana business, you'd be saying? Not directly, of course, right? No, maybe. Seed to sale. Seed to sale, to be so uptight and Nazi tracking 
on the growth of cannabis that they're making a software to help with the seed to sale. And it should be seed to consumption because why don't they go the extra effort, you know? You're, you're going to smoke this cannabis? Well, like, we need to document it. <laughs> we need to document it. Because everything documented these days, times you don't even know. You ask the cop, do you ever just turn someone's cell phone on? You're like, yeah. You know, listening to what they're doing without a warrant. These Facebook people, they ever just turn a camera on? You know, just see who's on the other end. Yeah, you know it. You know it. And so what's Android do? It, it says, do you allow this program permission to do this? And we say, yes, it's all carte blanche. Across the board, let's you do whatever. We can flick it on as we're coming into this brave new world. This society, this disorder that is being forced upon us. Because if you, if you try to make a creature do what it does not want to do, it's going to fight and kick and scream and find other ways to do what it wants to do. We're stubborn as mammals. We want to come across the decisions on our own, the choices on our own. Now, you got the corporations. They're coming in. What do corporations do? They shove things down your throat using advertising mechanics based in Freudian psychology that is so dialed in, you go, you go watch some commercials. You let me know, did any of these commercials touch any emotions? Did these commercials draw you in somehow? To something, did they find some hot spots in you? Some key factors that, that just like make you interested? But you don't know why. Because a little little girl runs by or a little puppy or, or a mom or a father figure, you know, and then, oh, a doctor. Remember back in the day, how many doctors approve of this message, you know, smoking the tobacco? Because <laughs> those are the authority figures back then. And advertising knew this. To go with who you respect and to have who you respect use the product that you'll end up using because, you know, LeBron James smokes the purple Urkel, right? LeBron James's purple Urkel is the bomb. And if you want to get that layup, you want to go up there, go after that cutest girl, you want to be the NBA superstar. On the court, on the street court, you best be checking out the Purple Urkel from LeBron James if you want to know what's good for you. That's where cannabis is going to go. Anything that they're selling is going to go. They're going to find someone famous that you like, hand them the product, 
this Fukushima cesium radiation is delicious. I eat it all day long. Fukushima radiation, yum, yum, yum. I like to eat cesium. And you sell this on people enough, and they'll start buying it. Because the person that they trust also uses that product. Well, that person that you trust is now driving another Mercedes-Benz because of this product. They might not give a flying hoot about this product. They didn't go out and search out the products that they trust and support them. (laughs) Now, LeBron, don't get me wrong. Maybe you support, like, another kind of cannabis. Maybe you're into the Gorilla Grape, you know, or the Grape Ape. You know, you're like, LeBron James is really into the Grape Ape. False advertising about the Purple Oracle, you know. So you you just got to get things set straight. But it's our leaders and their choices is as a creature, we mimic these things. Yeah, we got our free will. We got free choice. But when you only got three options, where's the choice? When the blinders are put on you, where's the free will? I mean, maybe you think you got choice because what I see are, are the things in front of me. can't see behind you. can't see the sides because the blinders are on. The corporations are monopolizing cannabis at such an unprecedented rate. I mean, is it too far gone? I mean, I'm not, I'm not being a, I mean, what could I do to go out there to help correct this stuff? Because, boy, I could do a lot of correction if I could carte blanche set things right, countrywide, statewide, worldwide. Is to show that the mom and pops, the people are the ones that should be benefiting from cannabis sales, not the corporations. Corporations ain't a person. I don't care what laws they try to pass. They ain't people because you cannot put a corporation in an electric chair for the wrong that it's done. I mean, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. The Pfizer board has just been put on the electric chair because of the medicines that they were selling were killing people. So, well, I mean, the law is like eye for an eye. I think that sucks. You know, you kill someone, we're going to kill your life. Maybe not physically, but your whole life is going to be stuck in a jail or, or something, something similar. These guys, they're running these country, companies, countries, huh, maybe that's what I meant to say. They're running these companies. There's no accountability. They could just fire each other and release each other from, from the throes of responsibility. There's no responsibility in corporations. And so they're going to take this cannabis and rape it. They're going to take it and force its way upon cannabis. Because cannabis has been held back from the corporations. Cannabis 
could not be touched by corporations at all. The only corporations that have been benefiting from cannabis, I don't even know if they are corporations, but grow companies, companies that make grow products for growing cannabis. They make these products, and they've been benefiting off them. Not purely directly, being cannabis was the final product, but they've been benefiting on them because people that grow need supplies. And you know what? Corporations, they make supplies in mass pretty darn cheap because of organization. Come together, be able to make something, a mold, and be able to farm it out to people. Same thing over and over. Pew, do, 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 do. And what does that do? Well, it keeps the price down because it keeps competition up. Because one corporation is not beset to monopolize the market, are they? Not like Pfizer's trying to do, monopolize the marijuana market. Like Marlboro's trying to do, monopolize the market. Like these corporations are coming in to monopolize marijuana. Because right now, she's got her panties down all over. And people be going in and taking advantage of that. They be going in, finger banging, fucking all they want. Leaving Mary Jane looking like a Motley Crue poster <laughs> of, of anyone that, that knows Motley Crue, that, that, that one picture with the the girl with the panties around her legs, and she's definitely freaking the shit out of. And, and it's like the Motley Crue was here, and she's all just like, uh, you know, that, that was cool back in the day, you know. But what is that? Te- no, that's a whole nother conversation. But that's what's happened. That's Mary Jane. She's getting the fuck shit out of her right now, and she has no way of protecting herself. Because the corporations are taking pure advantage of her right now. People want to say, oh, no, the people are. No. The people are trying to make a living. The people are trying to bring healing health to themselves and to their collectives and their dispensaries. The corporations just want the money. They couldn't give a flying hell what happens to cannabis and the price people are spending. They just see the money. And what do the corporations do? Well, they know legal things are cheap. They know that if it's purely legal, then there's going to be lots of competition. So what are they doing? They're shooting to get rid of the competition as quick as possible. Fuck that competition. Get rid of them. Get them out of the market. Because you know what? You know, it's like dating. Dating. You don't want another boy around when there's a girl you're interested in. You don't want her hanging out with him. You want the girl's focus on you. You know? You, you want her not worrying about the other boys. You know? Because you don't, you don't want the girl to be a free market. You want her to be solely. You want to monopolize on her sexuality to be your own and not let her 
court and know about the other things happening out there. You want to take it for yourself because you love her so much, whatever bullshit, because you love the money so much, because you want her so much, because the feelings are there so much, whatever bullshit version the corporations have. They want to take away Mary Jane from the rest of the suitors. They don't want Mary Jane being courted by anybody else but themselves. They want Mary Jane to be their only bride. And they want to marry and tie Mary Jane down right now because they don't want her fucking around with nobody, nobody else. Uh Uh-uh. Because Mary Jane, she's worth a lot. She's the most valuable commodity next to life on the planet. (laughs) If we didn't have life, we'd have no commodities. Now, there's... Maybe other commodities out there, like food. When you come down to it, there's lots of different kinds of food. But there's not, there's not lots of different kinds of plants that got the cannabis. There's some of them that got cannabinoids in them, you know, chocolate. <laughs> that little tiny amounts of things are really similar. Just different animals. The, oh, the world's wild. World's wild. Are we going to let it monopolize? Are we going to let them monopolize us? You know? Bernie, what you doing? Because I know you're not listening to this. I know you got a whole bunch of other stuff to do in the world. And it's cool. I feel you. I mean, maybe you're our savior. Maybe you're not. But I sure as heck know Hillary Clinton doesn't care about cannabis. Hillary Clinton cares about dropping bombs on the people that she says that are going to come hurt us. She wants to kill them before they can hurt us. You know, take them out before. Because she's a secretary of state. She's got her finger on the button, the monopoly of the United States military behind her. And that's what she's been working on in her brain over and over and over and getting into this orange is the new black Man, you, I can't even think of something funny to make fun about that. I'm sorry. Hillary, you're probably nice to hang out in person. <laughs> I don't know. You're probably a good soul. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I know that you're in some positions where there's some messed up things happening around you and there's just clouds of lies going on. And people laughing and jeering in your little crony circles. Those circles are disappearing. They're gone. And y'all trying to take our country down with you. And I ain't going to let that happen. No way, no how, uh uh-uh. So I just want to apologize to the rest of the world for if we elect Hillary or if we elect Trump. I apologize. Even elect Bernie. Because you don't get there without agendas. You don't get there without coffers telling you to do stuff this way, telling you to do stuff that way. You don't get that far without being bought sold. You know, it just ain't going to happen. It ain't. I mean, if I, if I try to make it up that far, I, to be able to get anywhere, I got to have coffers 
I gotta have money men. I gotta have politicians. I gotta have all these things to protect myself amongst these wolves and sharks. That's a fact. These guys cannot survive without coffers. Gary Johnson can't be making it without people with special interests supporting him. And perhaps Gary Johnson don't got as much evil special interest, but maybe like PetSmart is is his coffer, right? And let's say PetSmart is like every animal must be neutered. And that don't make no sense. Every animal must be neutered. But because he's his coffer, he gets that enacted throughout the United States because the people that got him elected said, this is what you need to do for us now. Okay? Now I want to see president get in there. That's like, you know what? These people gave me money. Those people gave me money. Those people gave me money. And you know what? Their viewpoints and what they want to happen Fuck you! I'm going to do what I believe the United States needs. You know, these corporations that help me out along the way, I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. Uh-uh. <laughs> that is going to be a fun president. That says, thank you for the money, for getting me here. Oh, by the way, PetSmart helped me out. Get the president. I'm not going to put no initiatives in for them. I'm not going to put anything on the Congress, the Senate, whatever, the House, because they their money got me here. I'm not going to do that for them. No. They can fuck off. Because a true democracy, the people are the ones that make the rules. And that's how I'd be rocking it. That's how we need someone to be rocking I'm not, I'd be rocking whatever. We, we need some people to come together with good views to not let the money interests sway them, to not let their coffers choose what coffins they get to create. Because that's all that's happening. Groups making more money. You know, Halliburton, Halliburton, Halliburton. <laughs> this show is probably on some digital cables that Halliburton owns at some point. You know, Halliburton's huge. But we don't hear from them. They had their war, but they're still, I mean, they're not making as much or not. I don't know. Those guys have probably gotten to points where, like, we've made so much money. That we're sick of making money. You know, they're talking about the $10,000 toilet seats. You know, let's actually give them their money's worth. <laughs> we made enough money. But they get to the point where it's like we need to keep stealing money because it's just the thing to do. Just making money that doesn't need to be made. Forcing things upon people that don't need to be forced upon them. I don't I don't want to I don't want to forget what's happened to the people before to the same people with the same rant that I got but let's let's, let's say they're ranting 20 years ago 
you know? It sure as heck didn't realize what was going to be happening now. Nobody really realizes what the future is going to hold. Nobody at all really knows how things are going to turn out. Me especially, and you especially, my listener, because I'm so happy, so proud that you guys are, are making a, an effort to try to understand the cannabis world. They're making movements towards making a better world, or just to hear Jason. <laughs> hey, there's this goof I know. She talks about marijuana all the time. She plays the same song. <laughs> Probably one because I don't got rights to no songs. So if the songs that I don't got rights to, well, I'll just play those songs over and over so I don't get in too much rights, media confrontations, you know. I'll just stick with these songs. <laughs> and let's hope that the owners of these copyrighted songs don't, don't chase them down and be like, you must remove this song from every episode. Be like, oh, man, that sucks. You know, <laughs> that sucks. You know, I don't got them coffers. I am my own coffer. And what I do, I've got to freaking get myself employed. And I was employed for two days out of seven months. <laughs> Two days out of seven months, because, well, you know, six months I was in another country. <laughs> Maybe eight months, but seven months. So doing this job search again, I'm glad I'm coming back to Cali. I'm a computer nerd, and that's where my jobs are. They're not out here in drug test land. I'm, oh, I remember drug test land back in the day, back when I, I used to be able to take that little bottle. You know, you, you just put it in between, right next to your crotch, you know, when you go take that drug test and it's got that synthetic urine in it, you just keep that bottle warm, you know, hopefully they're not looking at you with this fake penis or, or fake, yeah, I think you can only have a fake penis or not, I don't know, there's some creativity going on out there with cannabis and people with cannabis, they want to keep their jobs. So what do they do? They come up with ways to urine luck. Tommy Chong's other product, urine luck, kept me two jobs. Thank you. I mean, I fix computers. I'm creative. And it's bigotry to have drug tests. It's BS. BS. But, you know, maybe I want to know. If someone that's working for me is doing some hard drugs, you know? So it's like, have a list of some things that be like, if you're, if you're doing some really hard, destructive drugs, and they're showing up in high concentrations, I'm not going to hire you. If you're doing some, some fun little drugs here and there, maybe you had a little ecstasy or, or, you're smoking pot or you had some mushrooms or, or, or you, you had some molly, some uh, MDMA, or you had a little acid. Um, these aren't hard drugs. These are not hard drugs, ladies and gentlemen. You know, 
hard drug. Angel dust. That's a hard drug. That's a hard drug. Crack. That is a hard, hard drug. Heroin. It's what our medical system pain kills with. That's a hard drug being pushed upon us. These ultra and ultra refined hard drugs that some might have medicinal value and some research going into it. But you know what? Let these drugs be available. I don't want to deal with nobody on angel dust. Uh Uh-uh. You know, people that are doing this stuff, I'd rather them not be like poor. I'd rather them not be put in situations where they have to steal, murder, or kill to get their drug or their fix that they're addicted to. I'd rather not be in those situations to where they, they can enjoy their recreational substance and not harm anybody or put other people in harm's way. You know? It's real simple. <clears throat> if someone wants to do their Drano by choice, damn, some hard choices. They won't be doing it many times once once they start to see they ain't they ain't getting off on that, you know. You know. But it's just like this choice this choice thing. This choice thing is so important. And to be able to let people make these choices in clear environments. Environments where it's not disparate where there's not poverty everywhere, where all they know is no education, just impoverishment and pain and suffering and poor upbringing. How to help the family unit, how to help the families be what's important, how to help people see that life is important, that a child's needs are important, that caring for your spouse is important, how to bring family values back. And that starts with, see, nobody wants to say the lower class. I'm not a part of the lower class. I'm part of the the middle class. No, I'm not part of the middle class. I'm part of the upper class. You know what? I have class. How about just that? Just have class. Yeah? Tact. To have some understanding, some feeling. That's what I believe in. And so that's what we got to do to prove to these blue bloods, to these gray hairs, that cannabis is not a gateway drug. 
It's a savior. It's a fallback. It's a protect me from all these other things coming after me. Protect me from these hard drugs that I've seen people do. But I want to, I want a little head change. I want to mess with my chemistry a little bit. How nature has been messing with my chemistry since before. I mean, Cro-Magnum man was smoking. Neanderthal got these bong, bong, B, you know, you should go spell bong, not bong, but bong, bong, B-H-A-N-G. Two different definitions for bong. One of them is a cannabis drink made out of cannabis milk and coconut milk. And I don't know if coconut, but there's different ways people make it. It's a really delicious drink called bong. And I can't believe people aren't even making those. I remember guys used to cruise around with that as Rastafarian drinks, real good. And, and bong, the original bong is what Neanderthal man how he'd smoke marijuana. You know how that is? He'd take earth, clay. She'd take the clay, the earth, and make this bubble on the earth out of the clay and have a way for fire on top and marijuana right there to be able It's like, oh, I, I, I need the description in front of me. I'm sorry, I'm not like fully prepared on how to describe it, but Using an earthen bong is what it is. Bong is an earthen bong made up of the earth, of the clay. And Neanderthal man invented that. Cro-Magnum had it right there with smoking cannabis. What do you knew? Oh, humans be smart. Mammals be genius. Genius. We're so smart. We don't know where these genetics fully came from. But these genetics that we carry with every listening soul right here, even computer souls, designed by mammals, these, these souls, they're so creative, we figure things out. We make things happen. And you know what? Sometimes we just want to relax. And the world is so uptight on us, we need a way to forget about the freaking saber-toothed tiger eating Fred. Like, damn. Fred just got ate by the saber-toothed tiger. That sucks. Can't get that out of my mind. You know, it keeps going over. It's making me upset. I need to release. This uh, cave sex just isn't doing it as much. I need something. I need something to relax. This fermented cabbage and food, that's fun. Helps me get loud. This fermented food, these fermented drinks, alcohol, helps me get loud. Hey, you know, that often steam, but doesn't really help me relax. It does help me relax. Oh, yeah. A little cannabis. And Neanderthal knew about this way back in the day. The cannabis, she's here for good. She's staying with us. We've evolved around her. Let's not forget about her. Let's not forget about our brothers and sisters still caught up in the mix. 
try and make a dollar from a 15 cent, from a dime and a nickel. And you know what? The corporations, they're giving you the hay penny. So go make a dollar off your hay penny. It's not even used in circulation. You go make your fortune off that. Because the corporations, they've got their own choices, their decisions of how to make more money off the people. Now, let's not forget. I'll go on for days. <laughs> Here we go. I got a little music from our, our good buddy, Jesse Jabberjaw. He's, uh, he wants us to not forget. So let's uh, come close. Jesse Jabberjaw, you're listening to Smoke Rules Radio. We're in democracy. We, the people, make the rules. It's pretty simple. Let's make some good rules. And let's tear down some draconian ones. Booyah. Jesse Jabberjaw from Santa Cruz. Well, I will try the button again. But sometimes the button don't want to work. No, sometimes the button say, fuck you. Sometimes the button want to do what I like. And sometimes the button's on one. Woohoo! <laughs> Yeah, there's no flash player on Androids, really. Kind of messes with my little blog talk setup right here and there. Tiki town, town, titty. All right, all right. Let's get it on going on. Mm. All right, all right. Let's get, no, let's not get that there to be. Yeah, let's go that way. Yeah, you know. Just a little technical difficulties. Because I got these big thumbs and it's a touch screen and I'm uh, <laughs> trying to get this working and that working. Oh, it's fun. And I even got a place here too. I'm so stoked. Rent is like a third the price here in Pennsylvania. Man. But my jobs apparently are not here. Sweet deja vu. I like deja vu. Deja vu is cool. So here we go, Jesse Jabberjaw, let's not forget. Boom, boom, boom. Let us remember, not forget, let us remember. Let's not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not over. Let's not forget the economy's gone global. Let's not forget Ronald Reagan, George Bush one and two, Dick Cheney and the neoconservative crew. Uh, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. Uh, let's not forget Barack Obama's foreign policies are no different. Let's not forget what they did to this nation. Let's not forget to borrow money from China. Let's not forget industrial farming. Monoculture pesticides become the collapse. No more food, it's alarming. Let's not forget there are viable alternatives to oil. Let's not forget we used to not use plastic. Let's not forget the consequences are drastic. Let's not forget a middle class is important. It's a sign of a prosperous country. 
not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget why we need public education. Let's not forget the homeless people are people. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget all beings on earth are equal. Hatred and separation are just tools to control you. Let's not forget corporations own Congress. Let's not forget all the countries have successful universal health care. But insurance companies will lose profits. And the only reason American does it, I Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget we pay a third of our earnings to taxes. But don't really know where the money goes. Let's not forget the prison industrial complex. And the drug for legal, 75% of American prisoners would be free. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget what's most important. Let's not forget that love is most important. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Let's not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget. 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 Let's not forget this song. <laughs> Smoke Rules Radio. We're in democracy. We, the people, make the rules. So what we got going on the soup tonight, we're mixing in a lot of good deals. Good things happening, you know, and just holding it down here in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where coming up in November, they're actually going to be enacting some of their medical laws. They uh, have no idea what they're doing. I'm not saying they have no idea. I mean, they have ideas. But it's basically what else is happening everywhere else. So it was really cool is an article I read. Conveniently yesterday, as I was searching for a way to get a medical card here in Pennsylvania, that, uh, you know, the job thing, I, my dad's like, do you have a job yet? Do you have a job yet? All right, all right, you're looking for the job. I look, I look, I look, I found the job, but I got to go back to my own state, you know, to get employed properly. I mean, I could hold down a job here that pays third the rate, but. Or I can fix the master computers and bring them forward to the people, and I can go medicate all that I want. And so I guess I guess that's what I got to do. So uh, next Tuesday, I will probably maybe be in Arizona area, maybe roughly, or closer to California for sure. 
way closer to California because it, it takes a few minutes to get across the state. I'm digging it. You know, the states are fun. They're beautiful. There are way less cops out here, by the way. <laughs> California, we got some cool things, and we got some really crappy things called police. Like, we've got more incarcerated in our state than any other state. So it's uh, California likes to arrest the people or California likes to hire cops. And, you know, Californians, we got good work ethics. We want to work hard. So what a, no different from like a baker to a cop who wants to work hard, do good at their job. If their job is to look for people breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law. Well, they're really good at it. And well, with more cops, that just basically means that well, more people get arrested. Yep, it's a fact. More cops equals more arrestees. If you had less cops, less people would get arrested. So yeah, that's the cop board not, doesn't like me. Because there needs to be less cops. Seriously, we do not need military brats coming out of the service with gun-hungry viewpoints and perspectives going to become cops. We don't. No. Stop it. Military, stop creating war-mongering, killing Americans, murdering killers. Stop making killers. Because you train someone to do something, and they're, they're going to do it. You train people to be poets, and they're going to write a lot. You train people to kill, they're going to kill a lot. And when you get to a point where you're like, society is getting a lot nice, there's those that want a false flag just to keep their, their, their military buddies employed. So, police state, you know, it's, it's not like California's going to be invaded. Because we already have been invaded by Mexico. Mexico invaded a long time ago. Well, I mean, I guess before California is really a state, <laughs> to have the semantics sound proper, because California is part of Mexico. We got, we got the Asian invasion. We got so many people from Asia here, and a lot of them are fleeing the super draconian laws to come out. Get away from even a worse world over there. And we've got the India invasion. Um, well, those buggers are really smart. And they keep studying and love business. Oh, they love business. I mean, LinkedIn loves, like India loves LinkedIn. It's like right there, connected. You know, people, people like business. They like making things happen. They like being productive. Police like being productive. What you do today, honey? Oh, you know, I just I arrested a few hippies. You know, I'm being productive. I'm up on my quota for this week. You know, people want to be productive. It's not our fault. We want to do good. We want to be good at what we do. And if it's holding down other people, no, we got to stop it. We are judged by how we judge ourselves. 
And if we sit and nitpick about every single thing that a human does and incarcerate them for it, cannabis has been the one major thing worldwide that we've been nitpicking about. Nitpicking, but nitpicking, nitpicking, snacking, nitpicking. Oh, I want, I want to play some taxes. I, I, I really like this one. I was asked about what my favorite quote was today. And uh, I started talking about this quote right here. Because uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's so true. It's so, 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 so true. It's real funny. Let's, let's see if it wants to play off the bat. Let's, let's try it. All right. From Prince of Persia. Okay, that does want to play. Okay, this is from Prince of Persia, Prince of Thebes. Really great movie. It's just, I love how, okay, this is, oh my gosh. I love sand niggas, okay? I'll put it there. Uh, Arabic people are awesome, you know? You know, I, I love Hebes, Kikes, Jews. And all other ways to make fun of someone. I love those people. Because words don't hurt. I mean, especially from people you don't care about. You couldn't give a shit about anybody else in the world. If your words are hurtful, they ain't getting in. You know? So it's the people that you care about the most that you want to make sure that your words are soft to them. Because those words they remember for long, long, long time, long time, yeah. Even if they didn't, they didn't make sense, you don't even remember them yourself. You know, stuff you say to people that you care about, you know, can't hurt. What does that have to do with anything, Jason? <laughs> I do not get off on tangents. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's one giant tangent. So here we go. This is uh, the <laughs> ostrich taxes from Prince of Persia. Come on! Ostrich racing. Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. Whatever they lack in beauty, they make up for in fighting spirit. <laughs> And the races are easy to fix. I've heard all these terrible stories of this place. <laughs> the bloodthirsty slaves murdering their masters. <laughs> That's a good story. It's well told, ever-evolving. Yeah, but alas, untrue. But the skeletons that we saw... I the bought blood, those from a gypsy in Bukhara. Now, I crafted our lurid reputation in order to fend off the most insidious evil that's been lurking this forsaken country of ours. You know what I'm talking about? Taxes. These Persians, with their armies, their fortresses, their roads. <laughs> Who pays for it all, eh? The small businessman. See, that's why I started a little campaign to spread some false notoriety. I spread it like a venerable disease in a Turkish harem. <laughs>
13 minutes after this episode is finished. This is like the Spoke Rules Radio 33. 33, that's just a good, that's a good number. That's, that's, that's a quite, quite a few episodes. I, uh, I'm just so stoked to be able to have this opportunity to talk about cannabis to those. I'm not the most deft, adept, know everything about the ganja movement, know everything all about this, that, what, what has he. But you know what? I'm adamant, and I've got an honest perspective, and I'm truthful. I've got no reason to lie to you. Cannabis is being controlled, taken over by the corporations. They want to lie to you. They want to tell you what is legalization when it's not legalization. They want to, they want to put, um, I think of the sheep in wolf's clothing. What's, what's another thing that they want to put like a duck in a, a chicken suit or something? Isn't there some kind of saying like that? A duck in a chicken suit and call it, call it lunch. <laughs> you know, they, they want to serve you chicken a la fung but it's really a rabbit a la fung. They want to give you something that's not what they're advertising. And that's what's going down all over. That's what the corporations know. That's how they work. False advertising. That's all everything is. If I go get this Jaguar, I'm not going to get like the prom queen or I get some new sense of enlightenment in the universe by by buying a certain kind of pencil, you know, it's not like the pencil companies have that much money to make like TV uh, spots anymore. Back in the day, you probably get the big pencil commercials. Smart people use big number two pencil because the number one will kill you. <laughs> Actually, it would because it was lead, <laughs> right? So these these companies you see that are running the media industry or keeping the TV industry going, they're the only ones that can make commercials are the ones making profit. So you look at the companies out there that are with the commercials everywhere. Now, maybe these commercials are, they're neat. Some of them, of course, because we're going to turn in the channel, the same stupid stuff over and over, but it's like, Coca-Cola, how can you have so much money? Well, I guess, like, you sell sugar water. Water and sugar. Simple. These car companies, the cars that I'll never own, except 10 years, 15 years after their new date, they ain't going to own no Porsche or Jaguar. You know, but there's commercial, well, maybe not Porsche. I guess there's some Porsche commercials. But like these commercials get pushed down our throat and we don't need their product. But they convince us that they do, or that we do. <laughs> it is getting late. <laughs> Can't even finish the sentence. Oh, man. It's fun. You know, I'm going to play, I'm going to be loud for a minute, like I usually am at the end of the episode. I'm just going to play some music. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> laughing, watching, watching a movie earlier. You get back to that thing. You guys get back to your life too. It's Hitch. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. And I, and I wish I saw that before I went to Costa Rica. I knew like it was a halfway through or something. 
I'm the biggest goof in that area. This sure as heck ate a show about <laughs> how not to like scare away women or something, or or how to write a woman. This sure ain't that show. Thank you. Goober. You know this is this is brought to you by the goof, also known as the herbalist, also known as Wendell. From back in the day, that was back in college in the fraternity. Wendell, Wendell wobbles, but he won't fall down. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Oh yeah, you know it. In the house. <laughs> oh man, the days and the lovely nicknames. Oh, I miss him. I miss him a lot. Remember? Got my things going. Got people calling on my phone that I ain't answering because they can fuck off and you're not trapped outside. I'm on a radio show and I have one phone. So as it rings and I try to hit buttons on this stupid device because it doesn't want to listen, I'm going to play some music for us. There we go. Come on. You know, it's like these things take over, then they go to sleep, then they take over. Okay, then they go to sleep. What have you not? What are you doing, phone? I click a button, you do something else. I click a button, you do what you want. I click a button, go fuck you, computer. Life is not good when the phone doesn't do what I want. Google. Google. Make your OS stop doing this stuff. Don't go on and off, on and off, on. You've been doing this with every Android phone when someone tries to make a phone call. And now, apparently, I'm stuck in this loop. And, well, I guess I don't get to do anything but click, click, click. Hello, computer. Jeez, Louise. Well, at least this is this has been a lot nicer week. I mean, it must be really important when they want to take away something. Don't take away my AR-15. How am I going to keep murderers from freak fucking around? Don't take away my legally concealed weapons, how am I going to stop murderers from killing innocent people? Don't take away my right to carry a firearm, how am I going to stop murderers from killing people? This stuff don't go down in Texas. Because Texas was a few years ago, some, some dude in a movie theater got up, shot one person, about to shoot somebody else, and some other people that were had legal weapons, shot him, stopped him, cold in his tracks from killing people. How? Because the people had the right to protect themselves. And we have the right to smoke. I'm not getting too much, too much social commentary. But basically, we need the world to realize that it's a beautiful place. It's a very beautiful place. And respecting the world around us and the people and their choices, man, it's wild. It's so wild. 
So you're listening here to Smoke Rules Radio. We're a democracy. We, the people, make the rules. You know? But, like, LG and this Android, like, hello? Like, who writes this stuff? Like, I've even been in the building where you and where Android was actually his massage chair in that building that I used every morning. And they had this Japanese cafe in that same building where they had like the Android out front. But you guys, you've made so many of these phones, but you still haven't fixed the most annoying thing is that it flashes on and off when a call comes in. You need to stop doing that because it just leaves me stuck. All I have to do in the show, I have to pull the battery out of my phone. That sucks. I don't want to do that. There we go. We got another minute left here. And I uh, just want to thank you guys. So we got some good stuff going on in the world. I got it going. And I want to rock it. So we have some fun. List of demand. Go to the radio. CHI 2016. 2018.
and you gon' know where I 